I want to read a couple of things to you too, everybody. I got a scripture, which since Diana brought one up in this, we had, yesterday we had faith rise with a vision. I came with a vision like last week when we had so many multiple stations for prayer and ministry, how God was moving. And I thought we're going we're gonna to start doing that every, every Wednesday in June on purpose, intentionally, training, equipping, giving. So. And we were talking about that. And then faith rose and said, well, we should just then have a, a meal together before the service. We should have a you know, light meal, soup and salad uh, in the JC Cafe. And then from there, come in and, and flow. And it just, it just, it just exploded. It's just been extempuously, just coming alive on its own. This, uh, this love feast. In fact, that's what the word Lord called it. He said it's going to be a love feast. To feast together in meal, to breaking bread, fellowship, but also in the word and prayer. And so that's going to start on June the 7th. And I was sitting in prayer because we've done prayer in the sanctuary today from 6 in the morning to 6 at night. So it's been, we've been fully engaged. And I was looking up love feast and the scriptures that flow with it. And this one came to me. It was one of the first ones I wrote down in Psalm 36. And it's going to read verse 7 through 9. And verse 8 is the same, but Psalm 118 spoke about the light. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. This is, again, um, Psalm 36, and now I'm at verse 8. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. And I saw this satisfaction, this fullness, this love, this fellowship, this breaking of bread, all breaking forth as you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. For with you is a fountain of life, and in your light we see light. That's why we come together, is to bring our little light into Christ's light, and then allow the illumination of Christ to enlarge the light, and we begin to see what we see from hearing multiple people sharing testimony and, and faith. And what we're doing, if you're new, we've been praying, this is the ninth Wednesday, we put a special two hours of prayer to go through the sanctuary and into all the classrooms, offices, prayer rooms to first to get ready for Passover to sanctify the house. Ezekiel 45 set that uh, pattern in, in the future forward. And then after Passover, Easter, we started just kept going. Now we're getting ready for Pentecost, which is this Sunday, not this Sunday, next Sunday, the 28th, which we didn't know at the time. We already had set up, instead of a Memorial Day picnic, which we've done for many years on a Monday, we decided we'd have a parking lot park, a party in the parking lot. You bring taco truck, bring bounce house, jolly jumps, games, songs, music. Just, just transfer our parking lot into a party. And that's also Pentecost. So it's like this, everything's just moving in this direction. And I really want to encourage you to Bring your friends, invite people to come. They can come just to the party. They don't. It's we'll, God will get them wherever they're at. And but we've got that happening. And this whole 
prayer has been moving toward Pentecost. So we will be 10 Wednesdays of prayer. And this next Wednesday is a night of praise. We're just going to do the whole night of praise, of thanksgiving and gratitude for what the Lord has done and what he's doing. And I just know the Lord is going to meet every one of us according to our faith. So plan to be with us. We've got this Friday. And if you're following the story of Pentecost, which there's three feasts that Israel was to always, the men were to go and go to Jerusalem and celebrate. The first was Passover. That's when Jesus, our Passover lamb was sacrificed for us. Then Pentecost, which was the Feast of Weeks. Weeks. It was first, it was 50 days after the first fruit. That's the third of the seven feasts was the first fruit. That was an that was not, you couldn't predict that on a calendar because you had to wait for the first fruit to come forth. Then once that first fruit came forth, you counted 50 days. Well, it's all just happened that when Jesus was crucified and buried, that he rose on a Sunday, the first fruit of the new creation, of the resurrection. And from the first fruit, from that Sunday, the Bible had already taught us back in Leviticus, you were to count 50 days, and then that would be the Feast of Weeks, or, you know, the five, you know seven weeks, 49 days, and then you come and start on the eighth Sunday, and there you are, Pentecost Sunday. So he was with his disciples for 40 days from the resurrection, and he was through the Spirit commanding them, speaking to them about who the command now, because they had... They were, they were regenerated, born-again men and women that now could begin to understand the Scripture, receive forgiveness, receive the Holy Spirit. They just had not been the baptism for service and the birth of the church had not yet taken place. So through the Spirit commands, through the Spirit appearing to the disciples, his resurrection, and through the Spirit speaking to them of the kingdom. So 40 days, and now he ascends, which will be this Friday. If you just like to think about how does that feel in time. They were no longer dejected, discouraged, depressed, fearful. They were now focused and, and no longer wandering away from where his command was. He said, go to Jerusalem, wait, tarry, don't leave. You're going to receive the promise of the Father that you heard from me not many days. They did not know the day, but the Bible says in Acts 2 that when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one place in one accord, and suddenly a sound from heaven like a mighty rushing wind came flooding into the place they were sitting, filled the whole house, and then tongues of fire filled the house, and then each tongue of fire landed on the heads of each of, the, of those who were in the house, and they all began to speak with other tongues because they were filled with the Spirit. And that's, we're praying back into that next season, that next new Pentecost for the new season. So thanking everybody for doing it, staying with us, hanging in there. So Friday, Jesus ascends, and he gets ready for his coronation. If you think King Charles' coronation was kind of cool, you ain't seen nothing. He, he received the promise of the Father, the glorious Holy Spirit, as he was anointed king of righteousness, king of peace. And then he poured out that spirit upon his church, and the whole church came alive. That's the power of this coronation. So yes, he's been coronated, but every feast that we celebrate is not to just remember what happened, but to re-experience what happened for the present hour. Because 
Three chap two chapters later, the same group of apostles were going to be threatened by the Sanhedrin never to speak the name of Jesus again. And rather than succumb to that intimidation, they went together and they prayed again. And after they prayed and prayed Psalm 2 about the nations raging and fighting and trying to break off the cords and rule of the Lord and his Messiah, they said, we need, we need boldness by you stretching out your hand to heal and the signs and wonders be done in the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they prayed, the whole place they were sitting was shaken. God likes to land in a place. That's why he assembles his body in places. And then it says, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of boldness. But you guys know this. They were already filled with the Holy Spirit. So there's refillings, new fillings. Or someone once told me, why do you have to be filled again? Because we leak. <laughs> so it's just keep yourself full and you don't know how much you're leaking because you just keep being filled so praise Jesus so I want to hear some testimonies from our prayer today that's what we do to testify to that and then we'll, we'll spend some time in our small groups to uh, gather around and pray and, and testify and, and pray for one another so um, Eddie do you want to start because you were here the earliest I know because he comes from the 6 to 8. We do prayer watches. You can come anytime for any length of time, but we love to start on the hour and build teams who build camaraderie in the spirit. You learn so much about Jesus in the body by praying with the body and praying over and over again with like fellow faith. But Eddie's here at 6. So what blessed me this morning was Larry praying. Yeah, Larry. With all his heart, praying. Maybe you guys would mind coming to share what you prayed about this morning. Is that okay? Please. You come. Yes, please. You and Dana. <laughs> Hallelujah. Me, me, me neither. Well, you got to just report what you did. Whatever God said, yes. how you prayed, it'll be enough. You, he prayed for his now adopted kids and grandkids. Yeah. Yes. Good evening. This morning I was struck with a I was struck with a motion to pray for my new family, for the family that was separated and the, and the grief that they're suffering. And I prayed for them to be reunited to have the Lord bring them back together and to stop the anger that's in the family and also to pray for my beautiful wife's sons, the two sons, Gabriel and Isaiah. What wonderful names. And her daughter, Sophia, and the four, the four grandchildren. So even though I'm not prepared to make a speech, I, I feel comfortable up here. I, I feel comfortable with you. And I, I, I wish the Lord, the way the Lord can bless all of you, all of you, all of you in this sanctuary to be blessed by the beautiful Lord. Mm -hmm. Could you pray that over us, please? Yeah, yeah. Pray, dear in Lord. Please take into account the, beautiful, the wonderful people we have in the sanctuary tonight and our wonderful Pastor Steve standing behind me. 
who uh, has brought me here to meet the Lord and to be with the Lord. And I pray all of you have a wonderful future and prosperity and happiness. And you can leave all the grief you have at the feet of the Lord and release, release your troubles. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. And for my beautiful wife, Dana. I love you, Dana. Mm-hmm. Dear Lord, thank you for all you've done and all the blessings. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Who would like to come up next? Larry just joined the family of God last year. You were just born again last year. Yes, I know. Filled with the Spirit. And we'll baptize. We're glad you're a part of our family. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Yeah. All right, come on, Peter. Go ahead and give a share. Oh, yeah, and he got married, too. Guy was busy last year. <laughs> That's a double blessing, man. Bless you. Yes. Bless you. Appreciate you. Amen. Uh, so I want to talk about what the Lord showed my wife, Kim, and I when we were praying over the love feast area that we're going to start having on Wednesday nights as we prayed over it. But before I do that, I, I had a word for uh, Somebody on online that's watching has to do with you've lost your voice. I don't know whether it's laryngitis or an issue with your vocal cords, your, lar- uh, your larynx. But I just, the Lord spoke to me to just pray. Just put your hand on that if you're watching online. Maybe it's somebody here too. And I just believe in the name of Jesus Christ, yes, who has called us all to have a voice. There are many voices, but the voice that speaks under the authority of Jesus Christ is the voice that he always is looking for. We release your voice. We release the healing to your larynx in Jesus' name. And for you, Mark, it's in a different way. It's not a physical voice for you God is going to give you a voice you've been looking for a place for God to use you a voice that you could see what God has given you yeah receive this good your hands lifted up I just pray in the name of Jesus that God is giving you opportunities here And he's given you the ability to come into a new level. Mark, you've been contending with something like that guy that's been the king. They wanted to be healed of leprosy. He banged his arrows against the ground. And you've been doing that. And he stopped. And Elijah said to him, because you stopped, you only have several victories over your enemies. And then you'll be conquered. So don't give up. God is put you in a new place now there's an opportunity now 
And God said, this time when you strike the ground, there'll be the breakthrough that you're, you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Confirmation? Okay. So I bless you. God sometimes brings us on a long journey, and then he brings us to, to a port where he can have us rest for a while. Paul went to Ephesus, and then he stayed there for a couple years. Other places he moved on, but God has a place for you here to be used of the Lord. I, I bless you. You have a voice, and your voice is going to be stronger and more effective than it's ever been before in the body of Christ. Right? Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Yeah. So in regard to the love feast, I just love the name JC Cafe. I walked in there and I saw the sign there that said coffee, which is known in all places where there's restaurants. Uh, and it said, Christ offering forgiveness for everyone in every place or everywhere. And my eyes were fixed upon the two Fs. And the Lord says, I, I want to give it double meaning, not just for forgiveness or forgiveness for everyone. He said, it's also, there's going to be a blessing upon the food and the fellowship there. Like, there is no, not normally in normal restaurants. You know, a lot of people say, well, I feel a little lost. The sermons are good and the worship's good. But then it, we're all dismissed to go to lunch. And sometimes people can, uh, by going to lunch with people, can develop a relationship and rapport. But the Lord spoke to me that, that JC's Cafe here, what we're going to be doing on Wednesdays, and it's going to mushroom into other things too. God is going to bless JC's Cafe because it, we're going to carry something from the sanctuary to here. In the sanctuary, we're worshiping God, developing an intimacy through the worship and developing relationship to the word. But, in, but then he wants us to move from our relating to God, exalting Christ, to relating to each other. And it's better than just dismissing and one or few people saying, well, you want to go to lunch together. Many people just go home. This is going to be a place where God will mend fences, he told me. He's going to break down walls. And that F again came for, just kept reiterating the F in coffee, forgiveness. Forgiveness will flow mm -hmm. as people take down their walls to each other and they give up preconceived ideas by watching, looking at people, people during the service or seeing the way that they respond in the sanctuary. We can build up preconceived ideas about people or the, the way that they remind us of somebody in our past. We'll be able to get to know people and be real. Yeah. In, in that place. And it will be a place where intimacy develops. You know, there's a reason why a man asks a woman if he wants to go to dinner, when he wants to get intimate with a woman. He first starts with, can, we, can I take you to dinner? Because a bond is made when you eat with someone. And God wants us to be just stronger than the natural bond that you get in partaking food with each other. There's going to be spiritual bonds that develop. There's going to be uh, walls that will come down. Walls, the Lord spoke to me, many walls are going to come down to one another. Where you keep people at a distance or you feel uncomfortable around them. Walls are going to come down there and God is going to bring a unity 
a jubilee like we'd ever seen before. A new yeah. unity, yeah. a new oneness. Yeah. That's going to make us more effective as a body. And so I thank God for that. And I, I, if we can stand, I, I, you know, yeah, let's stand. Yeah. And, and, the, and the Lord spoke to me this, and so maybe you can. You know, Deanna and I seem to be the only ones that will, will, will sing on this microphone up here. So uh, Deanna Madrid back there, uh, she's had some beautiful songs that she's sung here. And I, I think you guys know the song. And it relates to the cafe, G JC, Jesus Christ Cafe. Remember this song? Maybe you can sing it with me or echo it with me. He brought me to his banqueting table. Again, he brought me to his banqueting table. And his banner, and his banner over me, over me. His love. Let's sing again. He brought, brought me, me to his banqueting table. He brought me to his banqueting table. And his banner, and his banner over me, over me is love. We can feel the love of God in this place. We can see your goodness, we receive your grace. We delight ourselves at your table, O oh God. You do all things well, just look at our lives. And his banner over you, and his banner over me, and his banner over us. Is love, love, love. Let's sing it again. And his banner over you. And his banner over me. And his banner over us. Is love, love, love. We can feel the love of God in this place. We can see your goodness, we receive your grace. We delight ourselves at your table, O oh Lord. We do all things well, just look at our lives. Look at our lives. We're being transformed into his likeness. And Lord, I just release the flow uh, in this body with one another. Release the flow, Father. The vulnerability that we can have each other. Remember, it's better to, to, to risk perhaps even being hurt at times. It's better to have loved that way and not loved at all than to have up walls and not have the opportunity to love someone and be vulnerable with someone. So we release vulnerability. Yes. We release love to flow. We release the Spirit of God to bless JC Cafe, Lord, a place not only of camaraderie, but a place of uh, melting in one another's hearts, m with each other's hearts, blending with each other, rejoicing with each other, weeping with one another, perhaps when we need to weep. We weep with those who are weeping and rejoicing with those who are rejoicing, but entering into the lives of other people. 
and they're, them entering into our lives. We release that anointing, the flow, yeah, yep. the love, the faith that's going to create it, be created in that atmosphere in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, come on. Hey guys, um, I didn't come for prayer tonight, but um, for today, but I was at work and somehow I'm just talking to this lady over at the counter and I, she, she brightens up, I have a headache. And I said, hey, would you like me to pray for your headache? And she goes, what, what? Like, you, you want to pray? And yeah, so, uh, okay. And command the pain to go, that headache to go in the name of Jesus. And I don't know, 30, 10, 15 seconds go by. I say, how's it feel? She goes, whoa, it, it's not there. <laughs> and she goes, like, she gets wrecked and and by the Holy Spirit. So um, uh, does anybody have any um, pain in their hips or any um, discomfort in their body? Anybody? Oh, you do? Okay. Hey, you want me to go okay. So do you have, um, is there a discomfort in your hips? Yep. All right. Gonna, everyone, we're going to pray in the spirit. Let's, all right. Pain in hips, I command you to go in Jesus' name. Loose in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. How does it feel? Um, I don't know. I can't feel Okay. okay. The pains. I don't feel any pain. Okay. So I guess. Yeah. One hip's higher than the other. So it okay. causes a lot yeah. of pain when I walk. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Praise God. You know what, I, we've got another about 10 minutes, and I believe what we're witnessing we need to act on, and that is to get into small groups, two or three people, four people, and pray one for another, and start allowing our need to come forward. The Bible says if we have something we require, we pray, ask for prayer, prayer will save us, or if we feel something in our heart to share, then let's, do, let's just model that moment where we're going to have vulnerability, honesty, healing, miracles. So we'll do that for 10 minutes and we can go longer, but we'll collect and, and uh, re-bless everybody when we get done. So if you'll meet together here in the sanctuary, and then I'll meet with everybody online. Okay, let's go ahead and do it. Everybody together, small groups. <clears throat> okay, I've got a word for everyone online. That is that Jesus is coming to your home. I have two things that happened today that you get to hear before I get to share with other people. One is an old song that I was singing back when I first got saved. It would, I won't sing it to you, but we keep, I keep falling in love with you over and over and over and over again. Repeat, I keep falling in love with you over and over and over and over again. It gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between my Lord and I. 
We keep falling in love again, over and over, over and over again. And what I felt the Lord saying, that coming Pentecost, starting now, is love. We're going to fall in love with Jesus all over again. And I don't know, the, the, you know what that feels like when there's just a freshness in the love. I want to bless you with that first off. So in the name of Jesus, this love that we're, that we're witnessing and prophesying toward, it, it comes first and foremost in Jesus, to Jesus, from Jesus. So I release that love that Jesus has for us to abide back and come alive in us and for us to abide and come back alive in that love. So fresh love, 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 love. The second thing works for our homes and our hearts and for the house of God. In Psalm 24, there's a scripture that says, uh, in Psalm 24, he went on to say, uh, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you, you ancient doors, open the, open, and the king of glory will come in. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, be lifted up, you ancient doors, and the king of glory will come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord uh, strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, you gates. Lift up your everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Selah. And we know that the doors, we went through the entire sanctuary, and we went and bound all the rooms and just kept saying, King of glory, come in. We do that again in our homes. We did it with communion. It's time to welcome the King of Glory into our homes. You can do that throughout the week, next couple of weeks. It's just a, it's just a posture. Uh, I think of myself as a door. So I lift up my hands, O ye gates. Lift up your heads. You know, I just say, come on in. Because we're the door of, into the earth through Christ, as Christ is the door into heaven for us. So then I'm led to Revelation 3.20 where he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and he with me. So Jesus himself is coming to our door to, the, to access us, and he's knocking on the door of our heart. And when we open our heart to let him come in, it starts a conversation. It's, it's the intimacy of a meal. He sits with us, dines with us, and he begins to, to speak uh, into our life, like with the two disciples who were off to Emmaus when he broke bread with them. Their eyes were open, and they, they saw him for who he was, and he vanished, but they didn't need to see him in the natural now. They saw him, and their heart had burned, and they took off to Jerusalem to join the rest of those who were discovering resurrection and the life that Jesus now had. That's happening. So the doors of our lives, doors of our authority, the doors of our homes, and the doors of our heart. So I'd like to op us open those doors together. Because this is all, I believe, just parts of permission for Pentecost. Uh, the Lord could easily break in, and many times he will surprise us by entering in a place we have all locked up. But how much more he delights to knock, us to, to recognize his voice, to turn to the voice, and have an experience that is the appearance of Jesus in the words of Christ. So, Father, we just come... And we take the ancient psalms and we say, Lord, you told us to lift up our heads, you ancient doors, and be lifted up your everlasting doors. Lift up to, to wherever we have authority, into community, into business, into our family, 
into our finances. We say we are saying, come in, King of glory, mighty in battle. We welcome you. We welcome you to come in your fullness and to come in your liberating force in this moment we're in because we want, we want you to take full possession. But Lord, we don't just open it into the big realm. We open the, the place of our heart. Come and knock. Speak. Let us hear your voice. And in hearing, let us turn and open the door like the Shunammite. Or the sh or the sh sh yeah, the Shulamite who said, uh, you're there, your hand's on my the latch of my door, and I, I'm, I'm delaying, but when I get up, it's just dripping with myrrh, and I can't stand it. I've got to go find you. We want those encounters, that, that deep, fresh intimacy, the love that's falling fresh into fresh love again, new love. And we declare that we will sup together, we will converse, and we will share our story, and we will not talk to you as though you're out there or far away, but to you personally, to our Lord Savior, our High Priest Jesus, to our Father who gave us a Son that we have relationship to God with, in, and Holy Spirit is going to make all of these things manifest. And then the cool thing is, that's Revelations 3, 20 and then 21, Jesus said, He who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my Father on his throne. So you would think, wow, that's, we've got a something powerful, but it's more than just future tense, because after he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. Chapter 4, the next verse says, and I looked and I saw, behold, I saw in heaven a door standing open, and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. So if we follow the progression, we welcome the King of Glory in. He encounters us personally. We open our heart. We sup. We commune. We dine. We converse. We come into an overcoming posture because we submit to what Jesus has done. And we walk through the, the battle that we're in, not, not succumbing to the struggle. And then all of a sudden, the heavens open. The door opens. And we're not just... Uh, future tense sitting with Jesus on his throne. We're actually in the throne room because immediately I was in the spirit. He said, and behold, a throne set in heaven and one sat on the throne. So I prophesy that we are bringing Jesus. We are permitting and calling forth the king of glory to enter into the realms of our lives and authority. We are uh, yielding to the voice of the Lord coming to enter into our heart in intimate ways of life, communion, and to the overcoming position, which in overcoming in Jesus means you don't give up where you are. You just endure until the Lord brings forth his victory. And then out of that, an invitation to come up, to come up into the heaven, to the open heaven, to come up here to see what's coming. And how do we get there? The Spirit. And the Spirit brings us to the place of all authority, the throne room of God, to the mercy seat, to the throne of grace. So I bless you with that. All three of those, I think they kind of they go one to the other, to the next, to the next. And I bless you, and I welcome, and I am praying that for us, that we all are going to encounter Jesus in these three distinct ways in these next 10 days up in, into Pentecost. In Jesus' name, amen.
Okay, praise the Lord. I'm just going to say a blessing over the rest of us. You can continue in prayer, but I want to release our online congregation. Bless you. We bless the body. We thank you, Jesus, that you are doing a great work, that you have set. You are the head of the church. We are your body, the fullness of you, and you fill all in all. So we now call forth the infilling of all of the living body to come alive. And as you ascend into heaven and we begin to pray ourselves further into Pentecost, we anticipate the King of glory coming by sending the powerful, wonderful Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless. We love you. We'll be together Sunday morning. Thank you.